We'll cover everything from Top Golf to Toy Tiger in this week's episode of Access Louisville Podcast. We've got a little bit of news on both. Well, sorta. We'll also talk about the business response to the coronavirus and maybe get a little Super Tuesday talk in there too. It's gonna be sick. Stick around. Thanks for joining us. My name is David Mann, and joining me today is Marty Finley. How's it going? Brooke Timmons. Hi, hi. And Jason Thomas. What it is, folks. <laughs> Access Louisville is a weekly podcast from Louisville Business First. I really like that. You should stick with Thanks, that. Thanks, man. I saw it on a t-shirt when I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Each week, we bring you the latest news and the sharpest opinions on this city we love, Louisville, Kentucky. But before we do that, I'm going to start this show the way I always do with a difficult question for our panel. So guys, something very strange happened this week. And I mean, aside from all the other strange and apocalyptic things that seem to be going around <laughs> this week. Uh, one of our top stories of the week on our website was a story about the Toy Tiger nightclub possibly coming back. The weird thing is, I wrote this story five years ago, <laughs> and that never happened. And somehow this story, uh, st you know, still on our website, got posted to some social media channel and seemingly went viral with people uh, thinking it was new. Um, and I saw very few comments. No one pointed out that it was old. Yeah, <laughs> so I saw it trending on our homepage. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, exactly. Uh, so uh, we all got a laugh out of it. You know, we don't mind if one of our old stories, you know, kind of finds you life. But uh, it got me thinking about uh, old Louisville bars. Uh, so my question to you guys is, will you tell us a story about an old Louisville bar you visited back in the day, something that's now closed, and uh, bonus points if the uh, story is hugely entertaining. I'll start us off. I, uh, I went to Phoenix Hill Tavern a lot mm. when I was, uh, you know, a, a wrong side of the tracks <laughs> growing up uh, <laughs> youngster. And uh, I just remember, <laughs> yeah, I just remember like all these like uh, really just bad cover bands and stuff that, that would play there. Sorry if you played there. I don't really Dude, I saw Space Hog there. Really? Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, you, you know, actually my cover band was probably way worse than, <laughs> than anyone there. So, uh, but I just remember going to that bar a lot. I never went to Toy Tiger. I was a little too young for that. I, I think, I, I think it closed when I was 20. So mm -hmm. I just barely missed the Toy Tiger, <laughs> but, um, a lot of my family and people I know went there, but I'm a little surprised it, it's in the headlines again, because what happened there usually should just. Day yeah, exactly. <laughs> people are like, oh, don't write about. Don't the bring that back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Jason, I'll start with you. Oh, um, gosh. Any good, uh, any good old Louisville uh, bar stories? Did you, well, we talked about this. You never went to the Tiger either. No, you? I never, never went there. But I definitely have heard about it. Um, most of my memories are kind of the, um, the old dance clubs that uh, my brother and I would go to and just kind of sit on the sidelines and watch <laughs> all the pretty <laughs> girls go by. But there was, you know, there was Have a Nice Day Cafe. Oh, I, I remember. remember well, I, rem I don't remember going there, but I remember <laughs> and that th the that. Thunderdome. Yeah. There's actually some pretty good shows there. Yeah. Um, Hurricane O'Malley's. Yeah, uh, I went there the a couple piano times. Bars. That was the place to be, man, at the yeah. corner there. Yeah. Um, do you remember Atmosphere? Mm -mm. Mm, that was on Bardstown Road. It was very short-lived, but I'm it was like, like the place. It was like a this little dance too club. young for <laughs> all of these bars. It was, like, it was like three different like old buildings together, and it was just it was massive. Yeah, yeah. this one 
nobody probably remembers this one. Yucatan liquor stand. Yeah, I do remember, do remember the remember name, but I didn't go there. Like, yeah. wait, it was like in a strip mall. Like, so I remember all these end, being advertised on WDJX when <laughs> yeah. I was a kid. Yeah, I remember like O'Malley's Corner <laughs> like, and um, Club Tsunami, but that was yeah. for like, that was young kids or something like that. Yeah. When you're in these places, you're like, man, this place is awesome. It's never going to end. This is best. going to do this my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> now they're all gone. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to, after Toy Tiger closed, it, came, it became this place called Pharaoh's, which was an under 21 club. Um, so I went there one time and it was like six people in there <laughs> and like they were selling sodas and stuff. It was, <laughs> there was no music. Well, maybe there was some play, like but there was no an abrupt band. right mm. turn. <laughs> yeah, and then I was, was just like, yeah. okay. I'm Did le- you ever go to Cahoots? I was going to say, I, I never went to Cahoots, but I dated a guy who made me promise that I would never go there. <laughs> <laughs> Where was Cahoots? It's on Barstown. Really. Okay. I didn't go there. Mm. Yeah. Marty? Any good bar stories? You're not. I, don't <laughs> I didn't grow I'm, up in. The I, local, no, yeah. I'm, I didn't grow up in the local area, so these are all, all closed by the time I got here. Um, yeah. I did. It's still open, so this probably doesn't count. But I did have my bachelor party at Third Street Duff. Yeah, oh, nice. at least part of my bachelor. Wait, party is it still open? Oh yeah, it's still open. It's a great live. It's, it's a punk bar. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of punk bands. Uh, they have some good blues music. We showed up there, and there was like a the band. This band was. I would never forget their name. They were the Righteous Wrongs, and they were just some old. On your, on your bachelor party. Our bachelor party. So, yeah, we went other places, but that was a stop. And it was very loud in there because the band was very loud. But So we yeah. just got – we drank a lot of beer. And <laughs> we had to, like, pass a phone around just to, like, write some text because it was so loud we couldn't even talk. <laughs> so we were, That's like, crazy. That's crazy. But mo- most of the texts were, like, how bad about how bad the band were. But they sounded better after about five or six beers. Now, was this yeah. the same night that you walked into the, the First Street Thorntons and found a man chained to the door? <laughs> no, that, that was after me and a buddy of mine. I was living in Elizabethtown at the time. We had come up to see somebody the headliners. We yeah. stopped in there just some drinks on the way back, and there's a guy chained to the door. He was very angry, kind of looked like Charles Manson. Oh, we at first thought he was just standing at the door, like, cursing at people because he felt like it. Because that's but then we noticed the, the very Thornton's on first street. <laughs> we noticed the shackles yeah. and was like, oh, okay. So <laughs> it it was, a police officer sh- had chained him to the door yeah, while he was like getting for a, cigarettes He was getting a slurpee or something. <laughs> <laughs> he chained the guy to the door. <laughs> it just seemed very Broadway. Like, it seemed to fit in. So yeah. we didn't really, what year we didn't was really this? question it's, this. It's, yeah, it's not really surprising. This was about... Probably seven or eight years ago. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's not a bar story, but that still counts as just a weird nightlife story. <laughs> kind of really. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty weird. It was pretty weird. Uh, yeah. Brooke, you got any? Um, yeah. I don't have any bars that have that have closed. Uh, that no bar rem- you've ever that been I can to remember. Attention, <laughs> <laughs> bars. You need Brooke to come <laughs> by. <laughs> no, I, mean, I have closed down many a night at the back door. Uh, oh yeah. But that's still around and still yeah. very much. I don't know that that place will ever. Do die. you remember the place in uh, Butcher Town, like the Butcher Town Dance? hall or something that place used to be the place to be too and that closed um that place was huge are you talking about i go to all these places and <laughs> jillings oh, my God. oh no but that's another good one <laughs> yeah we're <laughs> yeah. that's where agave and rye is now right? is that right that kind oh, of yeah i was wondering okay. what was there and, yeah. and diamond brewery area. Down there yeah too. About, yeah mm-hmm. um but that was like the, the place to go yeah, when i was 21 yeah. was freaking jillians mm-hmm. uh and you know a lot of these places they like I remember going there, and I didn't really think they were that great, but um, <laughs> but people loved them and talked about them all the time. So. Place to be seen. Yeah, I guess so. Um, nightlife is probably much better now. Uh, I wouldn't know because I'm an old man who don't <laughs> go out that often. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, none of that for me now. Um, anyway, any other bar stories we, we care to share before I move us on to much darker topics? Mm. <laughs> the plague. 
Yes. <laughs> All right, I'll move us on to darker darker conversations here. I, I wish I could avoid this topic, coronavirus. <laughs> uh, but it seems to be inescapable for the last couple of weeks. So we we're going to talk about it a little bit here. Um, you know, it seems like we've been posting a lot of stories, um, you know, as the week has gone on. And, uh, you know, I guess, Jason, tell us some of the local angles we've taken yeah. on uh, on this story. Well, I think what we're seeing, the biggest thing, is that how it's, it's not – well, it's kind of related to the local, just the, that the havoc that it's causing on the stock market. You know, it, right. it wiped away a year's worth of gains in a matter of a day or two. You yeah. Know, and and the, uh, the Fed, you know – cut that key interest rate by half a point. That's mm-hmm. the first time they've done that since the financial crisis of 2008, mm-hmm. which the stocks rebounded, but they went right back down again. So it's just the right. stock market yeah. doesn't know what the hell to do. So, you know, we're having a lot of earnings call with companies, and, you know, Brown Foreman's was, what, two days ago? And, yeah. you know, they've they've tempered expectations for, for this year and possibly, you know, single-digit uh, sales growth this year. And so, you know, uh, Yum China has, has has closed 50 outlets mm-hmm. and counting there. So, uh, you know, Papa John's also yeah, pulled Papa back John. some China mm-hmm. plans because of this. So. so, obviously, it's having a huge impact financially. And yeah. It's just the unknown. Nobody yeah. knows. Yeah, I guess right, so. Yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, I thought with the – you talked about the Fed uh, rate decrease mm-hmm. – um, they had initially like signaled that that wasn't going to happen, and then like two days later <laughs> yeah. they did it, and I yeah. think that's what freaked well, everybody right. out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the fact that they like acted—I mean, seemingly mm-hmm. acted brash there. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, you know, you see the stocks <coughs> plummet, and yeah, trying yeah, to recoup that. You gotta, yeah, you got to do something, I guess. So and then, obviously, right before we came in here, I don't know if you saw that uh, Trump signed an eight point three billion dollar emergency uh, spending uh, supplemental package. No, I did not so, see yeah, that. But, yeah, uh, so but yeah. he was only going to ask for like I think three point five million. So that tells you that it's yeah a pretty big deal, and yeah. that's going to go towards some research and helping out you know some municipalities and the local folks. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely on the. I think Kentucky people. just l- launched their testing yesterday too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they had there's seven people tested. Yeah, there's a lab in Frankfurt that's yeah. Like registered to do the testing, so mm-hmm. no one, everything, everybody that had been tested came back negative. I think. Yeah. Well, right. actually, there's only seven. I think totally. three of them haven't come back yet. I think they came back by the end of the day. Oh, did they? Okay, I, I they saw Bashir. I think I, found, I think they said that all seven had come back negative. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and uh, <laughs> speaking of that, uh, our office has been uh, <laughs> dealing with all this <laughs> while everyone has been ru- taking sick days because uh, there's something going around Louisville. I don't know that it's coronavirus, <laughs> but uh, uh, definitely uh, some some element going around out there has kind of sidelined us. That's why we're getting to this podcast late, by the way, is I've been out for a couple of days. Um, and then uh, a few of our other editors here have also been either backed up from taking on other responsibilities <laughs> or sick themselves. So it's just been, uh, yeah, it's been a it's week. Been a while. <laughs> I am so yeah. ready for today is Friday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm hopped so, up on uh, Red Bull and Sudafed. Right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Wednesday, I think uh, a couple of us called out and Jason came to work, but he was still <laughs> sick anyway. So. <laughs> Somebody had to put the paper out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's just been, you know, there's something going around. Um, I, you know, I went to a uh, nurse practitioner after, uh, I started feeling bad, and she told me that flu season is just kind of hitting late mm-hmm. in Louisville, and uh, she said it had been crazy where she was working. So. Well, uh, also, you know, the big local impact we're, we're looking at, Marty has looked into, too, is, the, you know, the Kentucky Derby. That's huge. It's mm-hmm. a lot of people's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The CEO says, hey, you know, don't worry about it. And, well, know. yeah, he said they're taking kind of a measured approach. They've got 
you know what we got about a little less than two months now he said there's going to be other big sporting events that happens between yeah now and right then. like the ncaa tournament so they're going to mm. look at what they do and what kind of standards procedures and protocols they put together and then try to learn from those of course there's few of sporting events in our nation that it attracts the crowd that the kentucky <laughs> derby does yeah it's exactly one of the largest mm-hmm. single day of international crowd yeah mm-hmm. yeah so there's definitely some issues there i think even an analyst came out today or not today but earlier this week and kind of actually um, gave Churchill stock a boost because they said they felt the potential of the derby being canceled is pretty overblown. It's that media yeah. hype that's happening, yeah. right? Yeah. It's but just the media hype. You or know, what? it still could impact. I don't see it going as far as getting canceled, but you know, you could definitely see some, maybe some pullback some on certain measures, things. Yeah. yeah. Well, you bring up media hype, and mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about that a little bit because there is some talk out there, people saying that this is a media-created panic. Um, you know, and, and I just want to ask you, you know, is are, is it causing a panic? Like, do you think we're doing too much coverage of this? I and mean, that's something you obviously got to think about when you're doing it. You know, in this day and age of social media and instant information, I, I do believe there is a bit of that panic set in from the media and uh, uh, things do get overblown and then dramatized. So it kind I of, uh, yeah, have to snowballs take a, step back a little, a little bit. bit. It's like you a look at other teetering on this fine line of being prepared and then being overly yeah. prepared. Yeah, yeah. You look at people going to the grocery store and getting all the wipes. The, and the hand sanitizer is sold yeah. out. Uh, and, and, you know, like one of our... during a winter storm. It's gone. One yeah. of our coworkers has a, um, a husband who's recovering from surgery at home mm-hmm. and she needs um, hand sanitizer and she had to go to three stores to find the hand sanitizer that she needs to keep her hands clean to help with his, mm-hmm. you know, cleaning of his wound at home. And, you know, she can't even get the hand sanitizer because people have stockpiled it. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you also have to look at some of the things that may happen as part of this. This to show how the things have really ratcheted up. We were talking about this before the show about the NCAA tournament, which is coming up in just a couple of weeks. It's all about staging games without fans. Right. Yeah. And they've announced that <laughs> at talk, the Johns Hopkins so bizarre. Do the they're games really about, happen then? <laughs> And they're also talking about potentially canceling the Olympics this year. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Because of the, it's very obviously a very international event. Mm -hmm. So they're still considering whether that may be canceled. I was listening to Morning Edition this morning, and every single story that came on was about the coronavirus. Mm. Right. Right. We just got an email this morning from one of the PR folks in town talking about the South by Southwest um, conference. A lot of people dropping out. A lot of yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Some major health vendors, other people. Conference just got canceled Mm -hmm. too. And then, uh, for so me, is that alarmist or is that? Well, uh, I think part of the problem is a lot of people just read the headlines and they don't dive deeper into the story to see what the actual impacts of it are. So they mm-hmm. just see all they see is a thousand headlines that say coronavirus, and they, you know, they, mm-hmm. that causes. Panic. Someone was telling me that someone that they know thought that you die if you get it. Yeah, and yeah, it exactly. Was like, exactly. Like no, like and like they never get to like paragraph two that <laughs> says, you know, two. I think it's 2% right now. It's gone up a little bit. 2% yeah. of people diagnosed get it. And, you know, that's a big percentage, but 98% is also a big percentage. Mm-hmm. 98% of people who get it aren't going to die. It sounds uh, like if you're healthy, it's just like... The thing is, that yeah. it's, it's the unknown, and yeah. we don't have a course of treatment for yeah, this. And we're not yes. doctors. Let's that's just make that clear. Right. <laughs> There's yeah. no known treatment yet. Right, right. Um, you know, we've uh, we've been seeing a lot of stories on it, and I think one thing that a news organization wants to do is just kind of we don't want to bury our heads and, and not talk about it sure uh we want to talk about what what everyone else in the world is talking about mm-hmm. right now and it's this and that's why that that li- tends to generate more headlines for for us as a media organization and for probably everybody else out there it's mm-hmm. this is the thing people are interested in they want to talk about it so uh you know that that leads to 
more stories being produced about it. And I think our story's been fairly measured. I mean, we're just yeah. basically talking about the response and the, right, the prep exactly. wall of companies. We're not perpetuating any misinformation. We're mm. just kind of telling you what our local agencies yeah. and companies yeah. are doing. Right. And I got to tell you, I was checking the numbers. The, the stories we've been doing on it have not been among our highest trafficked stories. So it's, uh, you know, it's not like we're getting a huge... You wonder be, how long... It, it, could be f- it could be coronavirus fatigue. Yeah, exactly. How long There's so many headlines. Have, so... Yeah. So people just want to move on to something else. Right. So a lot of different points to consider there. And and like I said, we've been kind of doing uh, some local coverage of it, looking at local angles. We talked about UPS, uh, Brown Foreman. Um, I guess what's a good story people should check out if uh, if they you know want to kind of see a local impact of this? Sure. Our healthcare reporter, Chris Larson, had a story talking to our aging care specialists and facilities. And obviously, the older population is among the most vulnerable, and as well as young children with their um, immune systems not quite developed. So it's a nice look at kind of the issues, underlying issues mm-hmm. of coronavirus and, and what's happening here locally. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I will happily move us on from that topic. <laughs> um, something a little <laughs> more light and something that Really, people love talking about on this show. <laughs> Top golf, Top golf's yeah. back in the news. Uh, thank God, <laughs> <laughs> love distractions. Uh, <laughs> so, Marty, what's been going on with Top Golf lately? You just wrote an update on that last yeah, week. Yeah, so everything has been pretty quiet until just recently. We, uh, the Kentucky Court of Appeals, assigned a panel of judges to hear that. Uh, it's going to be heard sometime in June. Now, this will be a little bit different. It won't be a, a hearing like you would expect. This panel will basically get together. They'll go over all the evidence from the. Uh, from the briefs and everything that's been submitted, uh, maybe look at the case uh, before it as well, and then they'll make a decision based on the merit of the appeal. So they could just throw the appeal out, or it could continue on. So, but that's probably not going to be until sometime in June that we get, or maybe even July or August before we get. A I want a running total of how many resources have been used to <laughs> defend and fight. And sure, yeah. <laughs> on th- I mean, this is this is exhausting. Yeah, like. <laughs> And actually, because um, I get about once a week, someone asks me on social media, like, where's it stand? What's going on? With yeah. It? And this is actually moving quicker than I thought it would. There's Kentucky Court of Appeals cases. It takes two or three years to get it resolved. All right, let's start. So, okay, that's good, I guess. So let's we're start moving. researching things on the West Coast that are cool now that <laughs> we can just I was bi- I've been instead. thinking that. Like, let's. <laughs> you went to a puppet show. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a puppet show. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> all right, that was probably a uh, it's probably playing it down what you went to, but, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been thinking this for like years. Like, what is big on the west co- west coast that I could just go get and bring here right now? Yeah, and Instead, uh, like Top Golf's gonna be so <coughs> over by the time we get it. You know what the <laughs> real problem is? We all could have been working on our golf swings this whole time, right? And none of us did, and <laughs> getting drunk. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mari, let me ask you. Yes. Is there any? Any thought from Top Golf of being like, man, we're tired of this. We're just gonna no, um, say, see you later. Screw I mean, it. I think they. Um, that's certainly something that still still can happen. But they mm-hmm. seem, um, as of right now, they still seem committed to the market. They mm-hmm. kind of yeah, see they're this sticking thing this thing out. I, I mean, I I was really projecting them to move on sooner if this yeah. played yeah. out the way it did and i mean they're just gonna go to lexington lexington is the cool <laughs> stuff anyway so this is why we can't have nice we got we people. got total lexington <laughs> lately they got the gus's fried Dang chicken they get the gus's fried chicken uh they, they had the warby parker the first warby they parker. have a draper james like don't even shake get shack. me started they have a shake, a shake shack, shack. Oh, oh, man. shake shack. 
Anyway, mm-hmm. I don't. It, it's hard to say. They've kind of went radio quiet. They're not talking much about mm-hmm. about the appeal. I mean, they did confirm that this is moving forward. Uh, when I talked to them, that uh, but everything still seems like they're still in it. I mean, they've invested now mm-hmm. about two years into this process. <laughs> yeah, so why stop now? Huh? It's hard to believe, but it's <coughs> yeah. It would be weird to walk away at this point. So. You know, it's it's one of those wait and see things. We're gonna hopefully have a decision of some sort. In the meantime, yeah. Sears is just falling in on it. So. But, uh, well, they're gonna tear it down. <laughs> anyway, we can go so out to the okay. old Sears and shoot some balls. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> or the funny thing was, someone shared our story on LinkedIn uh, right after we ran it. I just ran across it yesterday. There was 128 comments on it. Whoa! So there's still a ton of yeah, interest. Ton of interest. Uh, most people were were just kind of, you know. Completely bum-fuzzled that this is still going on the way it is. <laughs> bum-fuzzled. Bum-fuzzled. bum-fuzzled is a great Did you just make that up? <laughs> no, it's a real thing. Kerfuffle. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, they're just completely shocked. That like, this I, is yeah, why are we still, like, why is this still a thing? The funny thing is I've talked to uh, reporters in other markets where Topgolf is, and they're also just completely confused yeah, as to what's going like, on. I talked to the, um, the CRE reporter in Nashville about this, and he was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> this doesn't even make any sense to me. So, I mean, um, you know, there's definitely definitely that. So, um, but like I said, this could have went on even longer. I mean, it's it might be kind of hard I to believe. I wonder if they would still be fighting it if it were pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Depends don't on how tall the pickleball yeah, facility yeah, yeah, is. Exactly. <laughs> how bright it is. It depends on the lights. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I guess this is a little bit of sliver of good news in the sense that we now at least have a little bit of a schedule, a little bit of a timeline. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's we kind of it was kind of hanging out. It's kind of hanging out there in the wind <coughs> up until this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so there's no arguments at this hearing or anything. It's just a panel making no, a no, uh, and it's a merit based panel. So um, as I understand it, they could they could just throw it out. Uh, there could potentially be a hearing after that. But uh, a lot of people think the decision will be made in July or, or August. So it's usually a month tuned, or two yeah. after. So yeah. Um, has there been too much coverage of Top Golf? Is it causing a panic? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> can't have enough coverage. It's causing a lot of uh, frustration. I'm about panic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the thing, and I hate to be that guy, but I, there is a, there is a there is another step that the opponents can take if they end up losing the appeal. They could take it to the Supreme Don't tell them that. No, oh they don't. Gosh, they, I'm going to start banging they, my head on the table. They already know. <laughs> Trust me. But they could take this to the Supreme Court if they want. We're all sick and we can't play golf. If they have the right? money. If they have the money. It's so. six families, right? It's six families. Well, three families. It's six. Three. It's six it's people, three couples. Yeah. Three but they're backed by. If you didn't catch that, that was a heavy people. sigh. <laughs> so. That's where um, we are. Let's see. So, you know, Topgolf had talked about smaller versions of Topgolf. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I'm kind of worried they're going to go with that for a little. Like, I don't know yeah. what those exactly those look like. Those are like, like sh- they look like kind of like sheds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Not very attractive. So, yeah, they're, they're kind of trying to diversify it. But these are primarily going in smaller markets than Louisville. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that Louisville would get that either because it's like going to smaller cities. Yeah. They're trying Do you to have an example? No, I don't have any off the top of my head, but it would be all the cities that I think I've seen are, are under a million people. Oh, okay. So it'd be out. It'd be smaller than the MSA areas would be smaller than yeah. Louisville. They're just trying to hit those markets that maybe they don't think has the infrastructure for the the full size one. I think. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, I saw all the city golf courses are now open for business. So if you're waiting to get your golf Jones on, you can go you ahead know, and yeah. go hit a real golf yeah, course. Yeah, you know, of, take out your frustrations there. Also, it's just say go to a golf course, bring a flask. <laughs> there you go. There's Top Golf. That's mm-hmm. Top Golf. You got Top Golf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. DIY. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to move us on. Uh, how about Super Tuesday? Um, 
Any? Was that a surprise? Marty, I'll go to you on this one. Were you surprised at all about Super Tuesday? No. Um, I was. I didn't I think predicted, Biden. I predicted. I, you thought, no, you didn't I didn't you? think. I thought for about a split second, I thought Biden may be done earlier on in the process. But yeah. You know, typically. I counted him out. He's like, the more. I thought it was over. He, he wasn't even trying, and he won <laughs> in states that he didn't even visit. Didn't even um, I know. I guess it was because uh, uh, Buddha Judge and yeah. Klobuchar. Uh, yeah, he's starting to consolidate some of their like. Play. Yeah, he yeah. picked up their supporters yeah. as they bowed out. But and Warren a, is I mean, out now. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of the thing is is you're seeing the um, Democratic Party kind of trying to umbrella everything under Biden yeah. at this point because there's the fear of Sanders getting the nomination just because of his, you know, socialist tendencies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- that's kind of a dirty word in America among <laughs> a lot of <laughs> large group of people. So I wasn't shocked because. I figured it would probably be a moderate, I, more moderate. I thought there would be a moderate, but I didn't think. Biden. Like I thought, like I thought Pete would be the moderate. Yeah, no, I didn't think he had the. Just the broad. Base. I didn't think he had the resume. Yeah. To get that far, too young too. I think. Yeah. We've um, chatted that uh, in the office that we think that maybe he would get like a cabinet um, position. Yeah, some of possibly. these people. Man, it, it depends. I mean, and that potential. and that would that would raise his. Stock. You know. Yeah. 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 Uh, in a Biden administration or in a Sanders administration? Probably I, th- I thought in a Biden administration. Biden administration. Yeah. Yeah. I never understood the knock on his background, though, and not being uh, experienced enough. If you look at who's in the White House now, yeah. <laughs> right. like 100 times I more saw, qualified. Uh, well, so yeah. I, I just don't get that. If anybody's qualified, it was him, I think. Yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, that's you're, you're looking now. at a guy that's not even a po- wasn't a politician at all. Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, and it's like... The weirdest thing about the whole thing was that Joe Biden didn't do much for me. That Joe Biden said he was a Joe Biden Democrat, which still just I don't (laughs) even know what that means. Because you are Joe Biden, (laughs) (laughs) you're literally Joe Biden. He said he's an Obama Democrat, and then he said he's a Joe Biden. Was it just a a flub, maybe? I don't know. I mean, probably not. I mean, it's it's, Fifi. People say crazy (laughs) things all the time and off the cuff. So I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not upset about it. I just found it a little. I'm weird. a David Mann little, podcaster. <laughs> I just found it a little odd, but you know, yeah. Everything in social media, everything you say is really criti- You know, scrutinized even more. These I days. thought mm. Sanders had the nomination. I thought we were just going. No, but uh, I, I guess I should have known. Like a, um, a a more moderate candidate would be in there. I just didn't see Joe Biden being that candidate. Well, they want to find someone that might be able to get some <clears throat> crossover votes. Maybe people that. Yeah. There are some never Trump Republicans out there that they hope they can snag. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they knew they weren't going to get those with Sanders. He's yeah. too he's too yeah. far to the left. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the fear. I like, guess that's the But also the you gotta you know, do you go with the guy who's got the fired up fan base or do you go with the guy that feels safer? So I mean that's that's what you're yeah. going towards. So uh any other Super Tuesday talk. You want yeah. Super Tuesday did have an impact on the uh, local stock market here uh, mm-hmm. because of Sanders and his uh, Medicare for all, and Biden with the surge, with him maybe expanding Obamacare. That uh, the healthcare stocks reacted favorably to yeah. Biden's surge because they're obviously yeah. uh, healthcare for all is a bit Couldn't scary for them if they yeah. cease to exist. So there were some. Positive bounces yeah. on the That's stock market. That's something we've talked about internally. Like this Medicare for all proposal would have a huge impact on Humana, which is the biggest company in town. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Um, and, you know, which we're kind of just seeing how it's going to play out, I guess. Um, and like you said, that, and, and it's like even as Sanders had, when he looked like he was going to be the nominee there after Nevada, um, even then, Humana stock was going up. So, <laughs> like, so I don't know. The market just didn't believe it or what. But, <laughs> but, uh, but now, I mean, the market's 
kind of crazy with uh, with everything that's going on. But mm-hmm. uh, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, that if that happens, if he becomes the nominee, first of all, it would be a matter of not only him being the nominee, him winning the presidency, <laughs> and then him successfully passing <laughs> Medicare for all. Yeah. A lot of big yes, ifs there. <laughs> but um, yes. but uh, but yeah, that would obviously have a. Uh, a huge impact on Louisville so mm-hmm. something we're, we're definitely watching and you know talking about you know kind of how that plays out mm-hmm. so. uh, but anyway I'll, I'll move us on from there uh, good Super Tuesday talk I would say super super Tuesday talk <laughs> um, uh, you're not see. a dad but you make dad jokes I know <laughs> leave uh, those to me in I have a, yeah I have a cat so, <laughs> <laughs> no, I have three cats. Uh, so, you know, I, I can make bad He's jokes. He's a cat dad. Yeah, I'm a cat you know, dad. They started coronavirus. You know, what, you know what phrase I hate is fur babies. I hate when people <laughs> say fur babies. <laughs> oh, God. Please don't <laughs> do that. Yeah. That's, yeah. No, don't do that. Uh, Whoever came up with that, God. apologize <laughs> immediately. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I'm going to close things out there. Before we sign out, always, blech, before we sign off, as always, We'll go around the room and share our social media handles. Jason, I'll start with you. Scoop Thomas on Twitter what and a Instagram. Twitter handle. Yeah. yeah, man. Sticking with that forever. <laughs> you win, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, let's see, uh, Brooke. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at BFLubrook and on Instagram at, at BTimmons26. All right, Marty. Yeah, I'm at BFLubMarty on Twitter. That's primarily my main source for um, business tweeting, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, uh, also on LinkedIn, so you can hit me up there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a, I get some good story ideas sometimes from LinkedIn, mm-hmm. so people just like drop me a message on LinkedIn. I get a lot of messages on LinkedIn, so right? I get on LinkedIn to clear the notifications. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like a real LinkedIn fan. It's so like, yeah, like my 16 year old self would punch me in the face. <laughs> 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 like, I like LinkedIn. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> anyway um, and you can find me on LinkedIn and uh, also on Twitter at BFLuDavid. And on Instagram at dman3001. You got a TikTok yet? <laughs> no, no, uh, no TikTok for me. Uh, somebody the in the Snapchat? office does. Haley yeah. does. Haley has a has a TikTok. Yeah, she told me what it was about a year ago, and I was like, "What's TikTok?" Haley's a, Haley's <laughs> a youth. <laughs> yeah, and she knows Haley's all. young. Um, let's see. So that's it for this week's show. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing on popular podcast services such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Radio Public. Uh, thank you, Jason, Brooke, and Marty. And thank you guys for listening at home. And until next time, bye. Bye. What it is.